We are live. Woo. Man, it is windy today. Let me tell you, let me tell you about this prop too. You know how I know it's a good thing? Because my sign at my house is bending over backwards and it's still hanging in. It's fighting. It's fighting saying, hey, vote prop two. Vote prop two. Vote yes on prop two. It's fighting. The wind be pushing down. Then we hear come the wind like 30, 40 mile an hour. And it says, not today. Not today. We're going to fight because we prop two. And that's what we do. We want better electricity. And it's still in my yard, just fighting away. Fighting, fighting, fighting. It's, it's, uh, it's like resilient because it's bending when the wind pushes it, but it's not breaking. It's a bend, but don't break type thing. I'll bend all day long, but I'm not going to break. I'm not going to let you score on me. I'll bend. I give you a little five yards here, a little eight yards there. You can drive it down the field, but guess what? When you hit that 10 yard line. We ain't bending no more. You know, that type of that type of mentality can go a long way. Resiliency. Resiliency. The farmers are out. The farmers are out. That's how resilient they are. In the wind and everything. They out. And that's how I will be if you elect me to the school board. If you elect me to the school board, I'll be resilient. I will bend, but I won't break. And I'll be bringing to you what the community needs, what the community wants for our school. Not my personal agenda. And I'm not taking a stab at anybody on that board because I don't know anybody on that board. Well, I know the people on the board. I don't know how they've been in the last 10, 15, 20 years. I've been gone. So that's not a stab at anybody. You would know better than I would. But if things aren't getting done and it's time for a change, this is the time to do it. This is a time, and I I think that you got five really good candidates that you can choose from, and any two... Any of the two that you guys elect should be more than happy and excited to do the job that you're about to elect them to do for the next three years. For the next three years. So, it's all about support. It's all about support. So, if you vote for a candidate and they make it, then you need to support that candidate because they're they're going to need to they're going to need you to support them. That's not voting for them and then the first bad thing that you don't like, like oh man, I never should have voted. No, that's not how this works. It's a support system. You know, and even on the board, like there should be some support systems. But stop doing this tit for tat, this 
uh, what do we call it in the military? What do we call it? What do we call it? Ah, uh, uh, quid pro pro. You know? The big one in, in the military was uh, like sexual advancement for advancement. Like, hey, I'll send you the board if you know you give me this. And I've, I've always thought that was dumb. But again, I'm nobody. Um, and I think that it does happen. But I w- I'm just like, why? Why would, one, why would somebody put their self in that position? Whether it be their career or just their reputation, why? Why would you do that? I don't I don't understand that. And, but hey, it happens. I, I get it. It does happen. Uh, I don't judge. You know, I, I, I've known a lot of things about a lot of people and I've still... You know, talk to them because I feel that, you know, sometimes in the in the heat of the moment we make bad decisions. So, dang man, uh, nope, nope, it's still there. It's hanging on by a thread. My uh, my sign there at McCoy's shop. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, uh, support system, man. They, whoever you elect, whatever two candidates that you elect, and not just you, everybody in in Rich Hill. The hell? Oh, that's a cow. Lucky got a cow on the trailer. Anywho, um, that's everybody in the community needs to support them, not just the people that. That voted for them. It takes it takes a village, so that's uh, that's how it is. And we're not gonna get anywhere doing this by ourselves. We're not gonna do. We're not going very far by herself. I mean, I think that's been proven. That's why we're in the situation that we're in now. But only the community can change that. And if you decide Curtis Gwynn is the right candidate, I will devote my time and energy into trying to do what I can to make this a better school and a better place for the teachers. Not to say that it's not a good place, but there's always room room for improvement. That's what you need to understand. There's always room for improvement. Always. No matter how good you are, there's always room for improvement. No matter how good Tom Brady is, he's always working hard to improve. I mean, he shows that time and time again. Look at what he did in the Super Bowl. Although not all that was Tom Brady. But anyways, it's just me. So, you know, I'm 
I have a I have an issue when it comes to talking about me, especially when it's like putting it on a resume. Like I don't like talking about myself. Um, so it's a little bit harder for me. But I will do whatever needs to be done to get Rich Hill on track. That might make some of you mad. That might upset some of you. Like, well, what's he mean? Are we off track? I don't know if we're off track. But getting on the board and devoting my time, because I've told everybody my passion, my passion, my passion is coaching. But I'm going to give the school board just as much attention and passion as I would if I was coaching. And that would be a lot. I have a lot of passion for coaching. You know, and that's just... And and maybe I could kind of treat it like coaching and maybe train or help some other people. You know? I don't know. I'm just saying that the election is around the corner. I keep hearing that people keep asking about me, but ain't nobody reached out to me. Other and I, actually this person didn't even reach out to me other than the one person that said I don't think you're going to win. You just create too much chaos because you're loud. I said, oh, because I'm loud. Yeah, you're loud. You talk on your podcast about the board members. I said, no, not necessarily. And then I talk about the board. I said, well, if it's factual, wouldn't you want to know the facts? You talk about Rich Hill, yeah. So there's two things right there that I love. Rich Hill and the Rich Hill School District. And you just, you just, you're creating chaos. Like, well, and I don't think, they didn't say chaos. They said, you're stirring the pot. And I said, I'm going to tell you this, like I told somebody a long time ago, when I first came into, came back to Rich Hill, they told me the pretty much the exact same thing. And they, and I said, well, If the pot needs to be stirred, then I'll stir it. I don't believe in doing things under the rug. A standard is a standard is a standard. Nobody's above the standard, just like nobody's above the law. And that's what I was getting at in some of my other podcasts is like, you know, it doesn't matter. In, in the military, GMA, General Military Authority, is if I have my rank on upside down and an E1 comes up to me and I'm an E7, and E1 comes up and is like, Hey, Sergeant, your rank's upside down. 
He has every right to come up to me and tell me that without repercussion. Just because I outrank him doesn't mean that he can't help me out. But there are some leaders out there like that, like, oh, what, you just don't, you just critique me? You know what, drop. No, it's without repercussion. General military authority. You know, and I think some things around here kind of need to go to that. The whole, you know, people should be able to talk, bring up issues without repercussion. Without fear of losing their job. That's anywhere. City, that's not specific to the school board or the election or anything of that nature. All I'm going to tell you is I've been going to the board meetings for a year, maybe a little longer, somewhere around there. Um, I've been back to, it took me a minute to go to the board meetings. And, you know, I don't know. All I can tell you is what they discuss in open session. I don't know what they discuss behind closed doors. But I don't like doing things back door. I don't like sweeping things under the rug. You know, I want to be straightforward. And I do believe that things should be minimized going into a closed session meaning that the majority of what we talk about should be an open session. Tell me why we need to take this to closed session so that I can understand. If we're not talking about somebody's name, their social, their pay, their who it is, you know, all that pertinent information, then... Do we really need to take it to closed session? Why can't we talk about it in open session? You know, and I'm still getting familiar with the sunshine law. So, and maybe it's in there. And maybe I read it and I, I need to read it again. So, and that's just little things, you know, that I need to do. Um, you know, do a little more research on laws and regulations for a school board member and this and that and the other. Um, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, I think we have a, a good crew, you know, and everything somebody's got to lose. And I promise you, if I'm the one to lose, I'm not going to be mad about it. <laughs> it is what it is. It's not the end of the day. It's not the end of the journey. We just pick up, carry on. So my bachelor's degree is up next year, and then I'll probably do a master's in sports science so that I can take it to the school level and or use it for whenever whenever and wherever we build the gym and I did say wherever because unless things really change to where 
land opens up and I don't and I don't mean just any land like the land's got to be in somewhat of a what I see commercial state like I'm not just gonna go uh, I don't know the streets very well here but let's say I don't know fifth and cherry and pop a gym out there not gonna happen even if there is enough enough land like you know, I don't, I don't want there to be a gym when there should be houses type thing. Not to say that I won't do it, but that's kind of the way I am right now. Like, I don't want to do this just yet, like pop a gym up and at the end of 6th Street over there by the senior center. <laughs> but, you know, I think most people would understand that. Like, I would... I just, I want to kind of do it right. I know there's no zoning here, but I, I don't want to, I don't want it to be an eyesore to residential people either. If that makes sense. Like there's a, they, they do zoning for a reason. And, you know, people say, oh yeah, so they don't put modular homes and this and that. Well, yeah, but it's also so you don't throw up a business in a residential part of town. But who knows? Who knows? I was watching somebody. I should go talk to him, but I don't know. I don't know, but hey, the candidate information is out there, and I know that I've I've created a ruckus and created a stir, and I'm going to tell you this, if I could do it again, would I? Absolutely, 100%. I wasn't, I wasn't, there was a lot of, when I was at E5 and E6, there was a lot of, and even E7, there was a lot of. people that were above me that we didn't get along. I'm not going to say they didn't like me. But we didn't get along. And the reason is, is because I knew my job. I knew how to do my job. I knew how to execute my job. I knew how to train my soldiers, lead my soldiers, and my soldiers would execute. They... For one, they didn't like that fact that they couldn't, even as an E7, they couldn't tell me what to do. I had an E7 come to me and say, hey, you only sent this out to the field. And I said, I know. I said, that's all you're getting. And they said, no, your two E6s put out that we would get everything the chow hall got, and I said, I didn't get that memo. I said, but, I said, uh, okay, that's fine. I said, I will give you more of, I forgot what it was, but I will get, uh, and I think it was sausage and doli or something, macaroni and doli or something. And then the other one was shrimp scampi or something like that. 
I said, I will give you more of the andouille, but I will not give you shrimp scampi. He said, yes, you will. I said, no, I will not. I said, sorry. I said, listen to me. I said, I cannot send that seafood out to the field. He said, yes, you can. I said, Sergeant, Sergeant, no, I can't. I said, this is my MOS. This is my job. I cannot do that. I am not going to be responsible for, to get somebody sick. I said, seafood is the hardest thing to maintain temperature-wise. And I'm going to put it in a mermite, and you guys are going to take it out for dinner. And you don't bring it back until breakfast time. So what if somebody at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning is hungry and all the andoli has gone and all of a sudden the shrimp like, oh, it'll be all right. And they eat the shrimp and they get sick. I said, it's my fault because it never should have been out there. And technically, I can get in trouble for that. And he was like, no, that's what I want. I'm going to get your E6s. I said, fine, go get them. You know, and I continued to do what I was doing. And they came up and they said, what, 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 Sergeant Quinn, what is going on? And I said, look, he said that you said that they would get everything that the, that the chow hall got. And they said, yeah. I said, okay, but I am not giving him shrimp scampi. Both of them looked at me and said, why? I said, because it's seafood. You can't send seafood out to the field. And both of them looked at me and said, yes, you can. I said, no, you can't. I said, unless they change the regulation that I'm not aware of. No, you can. I said, well, I'm not panning it up. If you want him to have it, you can pan it up, but I am not. And I walked off the MKT. They were not happy. And then they yelled at me uh, in the office uh, during dinner. And they said, I was in the wrong. And I said, no, I'm not. I said, you can't send shrimp scampi to the field. I said, I don't... I'm not disagreeing that they should get both items. I said, but on the days that we have seafood, you need to tell them, like, hey, we're going to have to give you extra of this one. Unless you just want to tell them that we'll make them something different and make it harder on us. So, you know, a couple days went by, and I'm telling you this for a reason. A couple days went by, and I knew something was going on I knew something was off and finally one of the E6s was like hey man I need you to come to the office when you're done I said alright Roger and uh, you know we had everything cooked we had everything panned and uh, all we had to do was take the mermaids downstairs that's how we transported them to the BVAC to the kitchen and uh I said, hey, you got this for now. I'll, I'll be back, but I'm going to go see what he wants. And, you know, my soldier was like, yeah, I got it, sorry. I said, right, I'm going to take a couple mermites down um, and help the KPs out. They're like, all right, Rod. So I bring these mermites down. And, and then I was like, hey, you wanted to see me? And uh, he was like, yeah, shut the door. And I was like, oh, man, here it comes again. What happened? Now they're going to counsel me because... Supposedly, I disrespected the E7 or them or whoever 
So I shut the door. And then he was like, hey, man, I just I just wanted to tell you that, you know, that the other day when we were talking about mermites and seafood, and I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, he was like, it got out of hand. It got, you were pretty mad. And he was like, can you explain why? I said, I was mad because I had two E6s that didn't want to trust in their E5. If you didn't know the answer, that's fine. I said, but before you answer that, I said, have I ever done anything for you or the other NCO to question me to say, hey, his his knowledge ain't right. And he's just trying to set us up. I said, I've never failed you. Ever. I said, I'm setting you up for success. I said, that's what made me mad. That's what pissed me off. Is that you didn't want to trust in me to do this. To do the right thing. And you guys were just like, no. We're going to give him what he wants. He's like, well, he's like, yeah, that makes sense. He's like, but I looked it up, and uh, he's like, you're right. You were right. And uh, we're not supposed to be sending seafood to the field. I said, that, that just baffles me. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, it baffles me that you had to look it up. You couldn't just trust me. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, I'm passionate, especially when I know things. So, and I tell you that because to tie this in, it's once I know something, I'll be passionate and I'll know my my boundaries on how to maneuver type situations. You know, it's not about the power. It's really about getting people to think outside the box. And that's everybody as a whole. Stop thinking the Rich Hill way and think a little bit bigger, a little bit outside the box. So that we can get better programs in here. So that we can get money into this school. So with that, I'm going to end that. I'm sorry it was so long. I, I was dropping some shoes off to my son. As always, like it, love it, heart it, mad face it. Share it, don't share it. I love each and every one of you still because you are fellow Retilians. And, you know, together we just make everything better and brighter. So with that, take it how you want. And I'm signing off. I got to put uh, running shoes into my son. So boom. Again, thank you. Signing off.